Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow. I'm glad to have you tuning in today. I'm recording this episode on Easter Day, and depending on which religion or spiritual path you follow, Easter likely means something different for all of you. But what it's brought up for me today are ideas around second chances, forgiveness, and letting go. Letting go of old beliefs, letting go of limiting beliefs, letting go of the past, and letting go of mistakes, both mine and those of other people. There's so much power that comes with letting go of the past. There's so much power that comes with staying in the present moment and intentionally choosing what to do with and about the issue right now. Because what good is it doing anyone if I ruminate and hold on to the past or hold on to something somebody's done in the past or hold on to someone from the past? I can't change the past. I can't undo my mistakes. I can't undo anyone else's mistakes. I can't bring someone back who's no longer here. I can, however, decide what I will think, what I will feel, and what I will do about it now. And as I was reflecting on these things, it brought to mind a quote by Joseph Goldstein, and he says, liberation happens through non-clinging. The first step is using the power of concentration to begin seeing all the different places of attachment, identification, and fixation of the mind. So think about it. What are you holding on to? Maybe it's past experiences. Maybe it's identification with who you think you are or perhaps who and how you think you're supposed to be, how you think you're supposed to look, or maybe it's belief systems that you think you're supposed to subscribe to. Clinging holds us back and freedom comes from letting go. It got me thinking about the monkey bars we played on as children or heck, maybe last week, right? You do you, you live your best life. Um, But if we think about the monkey bars, you can't move forward if you're still holding on to the bar behind you, right? You have to let go of what's behind you to move forward. And there may be maybe many areas in your life where you want to let go. And this could be even physically. Think about your body. Do you find that you hold your breath? Like if you're stressed out and you actually tune in, do you find that you're actually not breathing? Or do you notice that if you're not paying attention, your shoulders start to become earrings because you tense up in your neck and shoulder areas? Or perhaps the place where you need to let go is in your thoughts, right? Do you have limiting beliefs that aren't serving you and yet you still cling to them? Or for a lot of us, maybe we get stuck in emotions, right? Maybe that's the area we need to let go. Do you find that you're stuck in anger, anxiety, maybe sadness or worry? Or maybe the area you need to let go is in your wants or desires. Maybe those things that are like addictions or compulsions that provide a net negative in your life and yet you still cling to them. And letting go can seem particularly difficult if we feel we've been hurt or wronged by someone in our life. I think about a client that I was working with several years back who harbored a great deal of anger and hatred towards her ex-boyfriend who had cheated on her. Now, they had been broken up for about three and a half years, I think, when I was working with her, but the intensity of her emotions would make you think that they just broke up last week. And as we processed through the feelings and unpacked the thoughts, she was able to start to see the power that she was giving to him. 
the power that she was giving to his actions. Was he hurting her in the moment that we were working together? No, not at all. He wasn't, he wasn't in her life. But her thoughts about him and his actions were. His actions took place years ago, yet she continued to inflict mental and emotional pain on herself daily. And so we explored it. Ask, I asked her a lot of questions. You know, what would it, what would happen if you just sat the old hurt down? What would be different? What would it mean about him if you just let it go? Also, what would it mean about you? Like, who would you be without that hurt and anger you're carrying around? Right? And then spinning it around and thinking about the this idea of what are we getting out of it? Right? So I asked her, what are you getting out of carrying around that hatred? Right? And she, as she reflected on it, things like punishing him came up, right? She thought she was punishing him for hurting her. But when we looked at the facts, he was unimpacted. He wasn't impacted at all by her hate and anger. But what she was creating was self-punishment. She thought she was punishing him for hurting her. And yet she just was continuing to hurt herself through self-punishment by holding on this to this anger and hatred. And we dug a little bit further, and also there seemed to be this desire to be right. So we explored that. Like, why do you want to be right? Like, he was wrong. He wronged her. He'd done something wrong. So she was holding on to these emotions out of this desire to be right. And as she looked at it, she said, well, if, I, if I'm right, then I can feel justified. And if I feel justified, then I'll be happy. And of course, maybe you're already thinking what I might have said next, which was I looked at her and said, how's that working out for you? Right? You're holding on to all of this anger and hatred to punish, to justify, to feel happy. How's it working out to you? Or how's it working out for you? Um, and when we went a little bit further, um, I started to you know, explore with her, what would it be like if you just had neutral thoughts about him? I'm not even saying positive thoughts, just neutral thoughts. Like he's not good or bad. He's just a man. He exists in the world. At one time you had a relation with him. That man also cheated on you while you were in a relationship with him. That relationship ended three and a half years ago. Those are just neutral facts, right? What would you spend your time and your energy, your emotional and mental energy on if it wasn't on him, if it wasn't on hating him? You know, how would you feel if you were focused on other things, right? And this gave her the freedom to open up. She started talking about hobbies and work and friends and things that she's passionate about and all of the fun, excitement and joy that those bring to her life. I was like, okay, so why not let go? Free yourself, right? Letting go is a process of liberation. And so I want to share with you a letting go exercise that I really like. It's the 12 steps to letting go developed by um, courageous living. And I'm going to walk you through these 12 steps. So you probably want to grab a pen and paper, maybe put me on pause if you don't have one or pull out the notes app on your phone, because I'm going to walk you through these 12 steps. The first step, and it's a fill in the blank. Step one is I am angry because... Step two, I am feeling hurt because. Step three, I am sad because. And you're filling in the blanks here. Step four, I am scared because. Step five, I understand that. Blank, fill in the blank. Step six, my responsibility in this is blank. And step seven is a two-parter. First part is what I forgive myself for is fill in the blank. 
and what I forgive him, her, others, or fill in the blank with the situation, what I forgive him, her, or others for is. Step eight, what I want is. Step nine, I hope that, fill in the blank. Step 10, I am grateful for. Step 11, from now on, I will. And step 12 my f- is also a, a two-parter. My first step is, and I will take this first step by a specific date, right? And so this these 12 steps start the process by identifying the feelings. You know, what am I, ang- what do I think I'm angry, hurt, sad, or scared about? And note, you may not feel all of the emotions listed in those first few steps, and that's okay. Skip the ones that don't apply, and maybe there's a feeling that's not on there. Maybe you're feeling resentful, right? Whatever it is that maybe is not listed, add it and explore that one. And then when you get to step five, you start to notice that the focus shifts to the thoughts that you're having about the situation. What am I making this mean? Or perhaps the I understand prompt helps you to see the situation from a different perspective, a different angle. And now at step six, this one might be a doozy for some. As you reflect on what your responsibility is in this, right? That might trip you up a little bit. What is my responsibility in this? You're going to want to be gentle with yourself, be curious, and also be honest, right? Without judgment or self-flagellation, just ask and answer, what is my responsibility in this? Step seven might trip some folks up as well, because for some, forgiveness can be tricky. We might be tempted to think that forgiveness is a gift that we're giving to the other person. No, ma'am. No, sir. Forgiveness is for us. And at the risk of hurting your brain too much, I need to say that often, and maybe always, the forgiveness that we are withholding from someone else is really a call for forgiveness for ourselves. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to set that one there. Let y'all think on that one. Step eight and nine, start the process of loosening your fingers from the monkey bar behind you and getting focused towards the present and future, right? So when you ask yourself those questions, what do I want out of this? What do I want now? What am I hoping for? Then we go into step 10, where we shift the focus from problem-oriented to finding what you're grateful for. And now this doesn't mean that you're grateful for what happened, but perhaps you can see the opportunity allowed you to demonstrate your strength. Or, Or maybe you became acutely aware of the amazing support system that you had while you were going through a hard time. Or perhaps the experience afforded you the opportunity to dig deep, to turn inward, and to really learn more about who you are, to learn more about yourself. And step 11 and 12 really walk us into ownership and accountability. What am I going to do about this? What am I going to do about this? I'm not asking anyone else to change. What am I going to do? And am I going to ruminate about it or am I going to move forward? And then taking some time to really think like, what is my goal? What is my goal now? And then holding yourself accountable by saying, what is the one next step I can take towards that goal? And what's the deadline that I'm going to do it by? And now if you find that you're stuck and there is something that you need to let go of, I really do encourage you to test out these 12 steps. 
And if you're ready to let go and you need support, accountability, and guidance, or you want help in any other area in your life where you're feeling you're feeling blocked and you want to get unblocked, email me and I would be happy to coach you through it. You can reach me at jessica at jessicasmorrow.com. I'll put the ad, the email address in the notes. Um, but I encourage you to reach out, do the work, take some time to let go, do yourself a favor to get unblocked in your life. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free. Stay free.